more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Five minutes after five here on High Tide, hitting in Sydney for a top of 17 degrees. Nowhere near that at the moment, about 8.5. And in Brisbane, 22 degrees. The enclosed uh, forecast for Sydney Harbour, Pittwater and Botany Bay says south to southwesterly winds, 10 to 15 knots, decreasing to below 10 knots by early evening. Seas below 0.5, partly cloudy. The offshore's starting to look a little bit uh, different, though. Forecast from Broken Bay to Port Hacking says southerly 15 to 20. A seas will be 1 to 2 metres, decreasing to 1 metre by early evening. Swell out of the south, 2 to 2.5 metres. Windy saying about 3.5, about 100k off the coast. The further up the coast you head... You'll bump into people like Alan Blake. Good morning. Morning, Grant. Morning, Gear, and morning, listeners. How are we? I'm good. I'm real good. Really nice yeah, of you too. Thank you very much. Really nice of you too, uh, Alan, to throw in that uh, tank of fuel with that stacer too. Oh, you didn't realise I'm driving your motorbike each week to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also joining us is a man, Mr. Blake, who is not that far from you. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. That's a good thing. Mr. McAnally, good morning. Good morning, Alan. And here in sunny Queensland, it's been rather nice. Yeah, it's about 12 so, degrees, and we're shooting for 23 today. It's not too bad. Yeah, that's the same as us. Yeah, well, you're only 100K, 200k north of me, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm at Rainbow Bay, just at the bottom of Fraser Island. But I have been over on Fraser Island having a fish, so um, it's an interesting place, I'll tell you. Oh, it is. It's a nice place, Fraser. Sorry, it's not yeah. Fraser Island anymore. It's Kigari or something yeah. or other? Kigari. Kigari. Yeah, that's right. It's Kigari. Yeah. But uh, I will tell for listeners who think who buy the dream, make sure you know what you're doing before you go to Fraser or Kigari. Uh, like uh, sand flies. Sand. Oh, there's a few sand. There weren't any sand flies, but what there were, there's people who have got this great idea that they're going to go and camp and, you know, be all hairy-chested and run up and down the beach. Well, one, the bloke in front of us coming off the ferry on Tuesday morning drove about 10 feet and bogged up to the diff with everyone going, engage four-wheel drive, engage four-wheel drive. <laughs> His front wheels were, the back wheels were spinning and the front wheels were stopped. <laughs> but amazingly, amazing, I thought, you know, the, you know how Aussies always help each other. Mm-hmm. The ferry master, the guy who runs the barge, you could hear the port engine kick in pretty hard and he skewed the ferry around about 10 metres to the east, so he just so the... We're a bit we're a bit skew if on the beach, so the, but that let everybody else off. <laughs> and no, no, nobody nobody stopped to pull this poor fella out of the sand. <laughs> oh, well, someone's got to get him out anyway. I, I just kept driving like everybody else did. Went up the beach and caught Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to go just for people again who don't know. You're covering a fair distance where the Taylor are and where the boat lands are seventy k's apart. Yeah, the, the tail are fairly well up the beach. You know they're not everywhere. Watch, watch out for washouts. Lots of washouts. Travel at low tide, and on, yeah, on the way home there was a few people stuck in the sand right up the top of the beach on the high tide because they didn't want to get their very nice four wheel drives wet. <laughs> Front initiated. What's a washout? That's where the tide makes a, a big gutter in a, in a big dip in the sand. Between you run between two peaks. And you in the middle of it, you, you would say that Matt Narrabeen lakes a lot. 
<laughs> anyway, when you come back from phase one, you wash your car down. So, and the other thing, and Alan will know more than that, is a lot of people seem to have battery trouble over there. Yeah, because <laughs> they're running fridges all, about. all the time. Hey, because they're running fridges all the time. Forget about them. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. No, I saw. I actually saw people running up and down the beach with freezers on the back of their truck and a genset. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, no, look, it was, look, it was all very interesting. And we're going back across there on um, my mum, mum, Tuesday. I think we're going to have dinner at Kingfisher Bay Resort. That's nice. Gonna, That's nice. Yeah, we're going to get the ferry across from um, Urangan and go across and have lunch at, at the resort. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, when I'm having lunch at McDonald's. And, uh, you can do that. <laughs> well, let me tell you, there's some, fairly good, there's some fairly good restaurants here in Rainbow Bay as well. And where Alan is, there's a couple of good ones, so... I didn't mind the pub. Julie liked the pub with the scallops where she could just look and watch the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> the tree hotel is quite nice. It is. Yeah. Anyway, you want a fishing report from up here? <coughs> not yet. Not yet. I just want oh, to right. remind you and uh, let you know about your team. The cricket. They're uh, playing netball now. <laughs> the Tigers. I, I actually went to bed last night and didn't listen. No, no 74 Blanc. Julie, well, right where I'm staying, I'm in the in the, in the sort of in a in a uh, very nice cottage, but right next door is the pub with a big sports bar, and I was going to go in and watch the Tigers, and then Julie said no, she'd rather go out to dinner somewhere, so we went to dinner, and, and when I got back, I thought, nah, don't worry about it, Loz, just go back and. It was no good going to watch her, mate. Seven went for a, a first grade side to get beat seventy four nil, seventy six nil. Seventy six was it? Must have scored yeah. another couple of I points. I heard it on the news. I heard it on the news, and I went, "Oh yeah, someone's put the queue in the rack." Yeah, well, yeah. it was forty odd points come half time. Yeah, well, the defence wasn't a big issue, Kieran. <laughs> it wasn't the fence? They left the gate open. <laughs> they took the gate. Yeah, well, I've, anyway, you've, got to, you've actually got to have the will. Yeah, imagine what to... Noel Kelly would say. Why in the hell have we got? But the good thing, let me say this. In defence of the Magpies, they were wearing orange last night, not black and white. Yeah, well, sounds like they put the white flag up early. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, no, no, poor old Noel would have, yeah, Noel would have had words. Noel was a gentleman, though. He didn't, you know, he wouldn't. He was, he was a nice bloke. He when give you that? Can you just <laughs> when, let, when let I, Alan and I know when that happened? When he coached me, he was a nice bloke. Oh, but, yeah. uh, the bloke you didn't want to cross was Tommy. If Tommy thought you hadn't. You know, done your job. He'd um, take you behind the grandstand and explain things to you personally. <laughs> Full contact conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> I told that Greg how you like to uh, uh, when you have a disagreement with people that you like that. That's the guy well, you went fishing with the other day, and he said, "Oh, he's he's a really nice guy. He's and like a real gentleman." And I said, "Yeah. Well, there's always two sides to a penny." <laughs> Well, Greg and I got on very well. We caught some lovely fish. Yeah. So, I, I said yeah. to him, did you have to help him? He said, no, I just stood and learnt. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, righto. righto. So, <laughs> I don't know how much you can learn off me, but I, I did all right, yeah. <laughs> Rightio. So uh, you've been up to date with South West Rocks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was speaking to Southwest Ross, plenty of tailor. There's a um, good run of tailor on the beach, but the weather's been ordinary there, Kieran. 
They've had a lot of wind through the week, and uh, and you won't believe this is very cold down south. Yeah, I know. Tell well, me about Julie, it. Julie's considering whether to get a summer house up here, a bit like Al. We we, we, need, we need the winter palace and the and the summer palace. Yes, good idea. So uh, she's having a look around this week or next week. Going to have a go and, and, and troll the real estate agents and see. But it's pretty expensive. It's not it's not that cheap up here. I thought you know. This far from Sydney would be expensive, would be cheap, but it's not. But uh, and the other thing up here too, people got to realise is uh, there is a, fishing up here in southeast Queensland is super popular. They're, the boat ramps, it's, I know it's school holidays, but the boat ramp parking areas are full every day, and there's just people everywhere fishing. I'm, I'm amazed how many people go fishing up here. It's it's a it's big time. Well, this little town has three tackle shops. Yeah, so there you go. So no, no, it's it, it's 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 pretty uh, big, but yeah, for next year up here, I'm going to. Well, when you put that in context, when you've got a place like Parramatta, which is a city, yeah. doesn't even have does not have one. No, you've got to come down to Auburn. Hmm. Well, that, well, there's a little one on the corner there, coming down. Um, on the corner uh, there, um, the main road on Parramatta Road. Yeah, yeah, Capital Motors, yeah. 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 That's the only one I know out there. And um, anyway, just I'm just telling you, fishing is big, big, big in southeast Queensland. And boating is massive. The boats, the number of big trailer boats getting hauled around uh is, is sensational. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, when do you want to do the ad we'll do the fishing report. <clears throat> Let's do it now. If you're an adult okay. who has difficulties with reading, writing or spelling the Reading Writing Hotline has some very good news. It can actually be easier to take the plunge and improve your reading and writing skills than to keep putting it off. Phone the Reading Writing Hotline and find out how. Their number is 1300 That's the Reading Writing Hotline and they're there to help. 1300 Go on, take the plunge. G'day, Brandy here. Business owners serious about finding good apprentices don't waste time posting job ads that don't work. MEGT's got real people who can help write a winning job ad and post it online for free. With offices in every state, MEGT finds great candidates no matter where you are. They also have an excellent team of mentors to help your workforce keep their eye on the ball. So visit MEGT.com.au today. They'll help you find the right key position players for your team. That's MEGT.com.au. Your Flight Centre, Night Centre, See the Starry Light Centre, Cruise Centre, Tours Centre, Are You Insured Centre, Stay Young, Have Some Fun, Follow the Sun, Take the Plunge, Easy Done Centre, Island Top, Over the Top, One Stop Shop, Never Stop, Your Centre, Our Centre, Flight Centre, At the Centre for 40 Years. Flight Centre. G'day, it's old rivals Ben Hennett and Josh Morris. At Coates, you can hire whatever you want for the job, like a floor grinder. Or a floor stripper, eh? Or a road saw. <laughs> or an excavator. Or even a power drill. <laughs> what is that? Okay, Josh, you won this round. Hire any equipment for any job. Visit your nearest Coates or Bunnings Warehouse. 
coats equipped for anything. Polaris end of financial year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar and the six-seat Ranger Northstar Crew. Get $2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger Diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approved purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris, think outside. Hi, Timmy Manor here. If rising electricity and gas costs are on your mind, give our friends at Red Energy a call today. The Rosie-based team will give you a no-obligation energy bill comparison and have been voted Australia's most trusted electricity provider by CanStar Blue for the third consecutive year. So call Red today on 131 806 and tell them I sent you. Red Energy. Now that's real Aussie energy. Eligibility criteria and conditions apply. 2SM. Sydney's talking. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is 18 minutes after five here on High Tide. Grant Boyden, Kieran Riki, Alan Blake, and we're chatting with Laurie McAnally this morning. Laurie, before we get stuck into the fish report, Blakey is got a special on a stace of 519 uh, C runner with a, a 90 uh, horsepower Yamaha on the back and we're oh, just yeah. we're just tipping we're just like throwing in stuff for freebies to try <laughs> we're not asking Blakey about it you you're a stace of man aren't you what do you think I I am well my one of our boys this uh, Steve at uh, Southwest Rocks he's, his son just bought a 519 with a Yammy on it yeah 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 from Blakey from Blakey, he's happy with well, it? you better well, ring him up now because about, you can get 2000 cash back. He, well, he, he bought it at Christmas last year, so he might have had to wait oh, for his one. He won't get the cash back. <laughs> but he's very happy with it, so it must be all right. My one's a beauty. I'm not, not, a moment's trouble, not a moment's drama. So there you go. Well, he's throwing 12 months insurance. We've got yeah. uh, 12 months uh, rego on the boat and the trailer. Um, we're just going to throw in random things throughout the day. We're gonna... Yeah, well... A dinner it's with the, Blakey? <laughs> second prize. Blakey, it's Blakey's business. I'm not going to comment on somebody else's yeah. business. Oh, why not? We do. Yeah, well, you can, yeah. But he seems to throw in a nice lot of... I will say my boat arrived with a full tank of fuel. And, uh, well, we, th- we threw in that. It's not, we threw in that. We've just decided to throw in a full tank of fuel. Cause it's got you know, a, he, he made me splice my own ropes, which I thought was a bit much. But anyway. It's only 77 <laughs> litres. It it's not that bad a deal. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're only doing this because he can't punch us at the moment, see, love? I reckon, I reckon you'll have, find Blakey sometime about four this afternoon sitting on the balcony with a single malt reading the, reading the paper here. Mm. Yeah, let's get on to the fish reports. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Grant. Hey, right? uh, yeah. Do you, yeah. you carry a tyre inflator to, to pump up the tyres on your bike? <laughs> no. Oh, okay, that's good. No, it doesn't matter. I've got the car today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there today. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, All right, we we were off for a fishing report. We, yes, please, yeah. please. We sledge Blakey enough. <laughs> no, not nearly enough. But anyway, we'll catch so, up later. For those who are, who are still with us on the channel, um, the, we're we're actually fishing, as I said, at Rainbow Beach, which is the very on the mainland. 
but just across the, 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 the spit from Fraser Island, which is in Skip Point. So we've, there's two, there's three charter boats here. Two I've fished on two of them, which is uh, Greg in Rainbow Beach Fishing Charters, if you want to look up on the net. And I fished on the Keeley Rose on Thursday. Both very good charter boats uh, and highly recommended. And uh, we caught heaps of fish both days. So and just to show, show you how much this... Greg, three of the guys didn't show up because of COVID. So we only had four on the boat, four fishermen on the boat. So we had a really easy day with Greg. And But he still went. 26 miles looking for fish for us. So we went out pretty wide. And we got some nice cod, lovely, some lovely fish. I had tomato cod and I had uh, Maori cod and four Venus tusk fish and seven hussars and some other bits and pieces, some nice fish. Anyway, the whole boat. Oh, yeah, and so there was a young kid on there, Sonny. He's about 12 or 13. Uh, year seven at school. What is that? Yeah, about 12. And he was right into it. He was jigging with little, um, uh, little silver, those you know, flutter jigs or whatever they are. And he got he got some nice tuskies and trevally and all sorts of good things. So he did very well, keen as mustard. But he's got one disadvantage: his dad's his dad's the uh, principal of the local school. So, mm. <laughs> but he's a good little fisherman. Let me tell you, Sonny. He's uh, he's a very fine young man. And uh, so we had a very good day. And then on the on the Keeley Rose on the Thursday, we just bagged the whole boat out on Big Pearl Perch. So we had uh, eight on board for 32 Pearl Perch. And, uh, again, some nice uh, other fish to go with that, some uh, some hussars and some uh, tuskies and uh, all sorts of uh, good little... And one big cod, one nice cod, about seven or eight kilo. And, and uh, generally, you know, really good boats with nice people on board and lots of service and... And uh, and very very well uh, looked after boats. You know they're all in good nick, and you don't have to worry about anything. So except one thing, Kieran, you cross the bar in the dark with no life jacket on. Ooh, mate, they don't wear life jackets. No, here, they mate. do not wear life jackets in Queensland. I'll tell you now, I've seen about two kids in life jackets up here mm. out of about five hundred. <laughs> they must have just arrived. No, they were not from New South Wales here. Yeah, they were in an unregistered yeah. boat, yeah. So, uh, but uh, no, they don't seem to care much about life jackets, but they, they, they run around in, let me tell you, they run around in some pretty big trailer boats up here. I'm quite surprised at what they can tow around. So, um, it's, 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 it's horses for courses, I think, Kieran, and it's warm up here, Kieran. It's nice and yep. sunny, and you've got, you, you, you've just, Fish the day out in your board shorts and a pair of sandals. It's pretty good. And they seem to get on quite well with the uh, with the sharks. They sharks don't seem oh, to don't, uh, don't, don't bother talk about, them. Don't yeah. talk about sharks. They get, they'll swim in the river and whatever. Well, on the uh, on the um, Thursday on the Keeley Rose, we had to fish inshore a bit because it was even though we still got a good catch of fish, but the sharks. Right, a couple of spots, the sharks just drove us crazy. We had to pack up and go. There were that many sharks there. Uh, anyway, and we were catching the remoras off them, though, that thick. <laughs> we were hauling up all these remoras off the sharks. Wow. So I said I said to him, I said, well, the shark's gone past your line and the, the remoras dived off the shark and grabbed your bait. And he said, what do you mean by that? I said, well, it just swam past you and the remoras hanging onto the shark and it's seen your line as easy pickings. The shark's waiting for the fish to eat it. The remoras eating your bait. So we, we must have caught five or six remoras. So. And I told everyone how good they were to eat, so... Uh, well, that's not the truth, so don't ever believe that, folks. So. 
a nice warm piece of dog poo on a bread and butter is about the same as a remora. Oh, that's one of the worst fish I've ever eaten. <laughs> but anyway, that, so the fishing was quite good. I fished the beach for tailor and caught a few small tailor. There's heaps of tailor on Fraser Island, big run of tailor, but uh, it's a big run of small tailor from what I could see. Most of the fish are about six or 700 grams. Uh, just an odd greenback, no real big ones. I think they're all sort of saying they get the really big ones next month uh, and into August. So it's just started is, the, is what we're told. The run's just, just kicking off. There's good tailor here off the beach. I've got a couple of tailor at, uh, under the just in front of the pub, uh, the surf pub. But no size again, no great size. And some very big dart up to 800 grams. So that's all right. And the river, the estuary's firing for uh, mud crabs. I've Saw some guys there would come in with their, they'd been out crabbing, they had 43 legal sized mud crabs. Wow. How's that, how's that Kieran? You, you, even you yep. couldn't eat that many. No, I know, but I was, I'll have a good go. Good <laughs> idea. Anyway, so, uh, but there's a lot of squid, a heap of squid in the channel, and some winter whiting and some flathead. I was at Tin Can Bay on one day, Monday, I went to Tin Can Bay to have a look around, and uh, there was plenty of little flat and small. Flathead being caught, and there are plenty of signs of them on the sand. So no, look, all in all, it's a, it's a, this is going to become my probably my wintering uh, location for uh, for the next little year or two or three. So we'll just have a look. It's it's, it's a pretty friendly spot. Yeah, and Kieran, good are you spot. Home, when are you when, when are you back at Malula Bar, Maruchidor? Uh, Last after, week. After there, I was. <laughs> now it'll be after the seventeenth of July. Oh, bad. Okay, well, I'm, that's good because I arrive on the 9th and leave on the 16th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time that well. That'll save me a lot of money, yeah. <laughs> Laurie, with your tale of, uh, and excuse the pun, with uh, the whale um, last week. Yeah. I was watching a uh, a video of two guys uh, fishing in a river system in the United States, and both of them are sitting there just chatting away on, on their GoPro. And the next minute, this alligator pops its head over the side of the boat, and, like, I mean, over the side, the whole head was inside the boat, and he's got his mouth open and looking which one of them he was going to try and grab, and they're pushing him out of the way. And I thought of you straight away. Not quite a whale, but still Not something to... Not quite yeah, a while, but something to be careful of. Yeah, look, there's all sorts of little things out there. I've seen, I saw this tiger shark attacking a, a, a one of those little plastic sea kayaks one day out off uh, Maui. Yeah, right. yeah. That looked pretty spectacular. Too. That'd, I think that would make me film a frock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was a guy I was watching who uh, sailed around Australia. When he did the West Coast, he had, mm. uh, he had his dinghy, and he used to refer to that as the uh, crocodile chew toy. Yeah, yeah. Well, a mate of ours who's up there, who is actually actively going around Australia, he he changed his twelve footer for a fifteen footer because he got his apple got chewed up in um, uh, Weeper. Yeah, Croc oh. yeah, grab the grab the apple and give the boat a big shake. Glad we don't have to deal with that. Well, look, it's just part of the adventure. It's like seeing all the nice seabirds and the dolphins and the penguins and the whales. Yeah, but of, the sea gods, little creatures. The seagulls might might mess up your your boat or or your hat, but they don't tend to chew your arm off. Well, anyway, just look. It's just one of those things. It's it's part of the joys of fishing. The joys of fishing. The adventure. The adventure. The adventure. What you about know, Southwest Rocks? Good, Southwest Rocks has got Taylor, to heaps of Taylor. Hathead particularly, and down south towards Crescent Head, a lot of tailor, and some good brim mixed in with them. There's been some uh, 
decent fish caught out wide. They only went out, I think, and got one day at sea, but uh, they caught a nice sort of bar cod and bass scraper and stuff out in the deep water uh, through the week. And um, so, again, the charter boats picking it pretty hard. They, uh, they got a few snapper and tuskies and, uh, and trag, but not huge numbers. So the, the bottom fishing was a little bit of a struggle. Uh, fish rocks starting to get a few more of the uh, winter kingies coming on. But I don't know how you get them past the sharks. It's just the last time I tried, Terry and I, I think we hooked six and got one. Wow. So, uh, no, no, the sharks at Fish Rock, are, you have to, you can nearly take your, take your shoes off and walk dry shot across their backs of that thick. So, um, and don't fall, don't wash your hands. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and this business of swimming fish to release them, don't do that either. Just, just chuck the fish back. Don't, don't Wish them the down. best of luck. Give them a kiss. Good yeah, luck. Yeah, this, <laughs> You're on your this own. Business, <laughs> this business of swimming the fish till they revive when they, you know there's a heap of shark. Yeah, no, no, you can see all these chocolate marks going across your sander at the rock. You know they're there. So um, just, let's just just chuck the fish back and let them sort themselves out. They'll, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't take any uh, liberties with the, what, the amount of sharks that are at fish rock. But they're all over the place. It's not... The mackerel season up here was trashed by them, so uh, they're everywhere. Anyway, there's a bit of research being done by the Fisheries Research Development uh, Council or whatever they are yep. into, into shark uh, shark losses for the fishermen. So they're having a bit of a study on that. So you might mm. see a bit more. The, the, what happens is that people like the DPI don't believe anybody. Everything else is anecdotal until they research it. So they've got to get a grant and pay for it, get the taxpayer to fund it and um, you know. Anyway, I'm sure that I'm sure they're on top. I'm sure they're absolutely on top of it. So uh, we, but uh, the rest of the rocks, um, the river's still fishing pretty well for brim. The, the walls have got a lot of brim. Uh, there's been a, an increase. There was a few 12 kilo mulloway taken through the weeks. So obviously, a school of fish has moved in a bit better size, and there's still plenty of flathead upstream from Jerseyville. So. It's pretty good. Good on you, Laurie. Thank you very much for your time. We have to love you and leave you. You have a safe trip up there. I'll, I'll, I'll do my very best work for you this week. Thanks. <laughs> good on you. <laughs> You're listening to High Tide. Coming up in a moment, we're going to catch up with PJ. And later in this hour, we're going to head off to the Complete Angler. We're about uh, 30 minutes away from updating the news at 6 o'clock. When our son was in hospital on his 10th birthday and you gave him a call to wish him happy birthday, he's just turned 65. Oh, God. So you and I and my wife have been together for a very long time. I mean, honestly, John, you are one of the most non-biased presenters on Australian radio. You always show both sides of the story and that's why I listen to you. Just want to say thanks for having a space that we can just share our opinions, man. I really appreciate that. Being a, a young fellow myself, I just feel like that voice is going, you know? Just people speaking their minds, man. I just want to say thank you for having a space to do it. Well, that's all right. It's here for you every day, so you don't have to go far, Sam. You can express your point of view here every day of the week if you want to. The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am on 2SM. Pick your favourite Kia, from the award-winning Kia Sportage to the street-cred-delivering Kia Seltos, or Kia's most powerful car ever, the all-electric EV6 GT. 
Book a test drive today to find your chosen one. Find out more at kia.com.au or drop into your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. When mild arthritis or other aches and pains are getting you down, it might be time you did as others have and try Arborvitae Joint Health. Others just like Tracy. It's like a magic potion. I'm able to work with no pain, no stretch of the truth. It's worked so well for me. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Go to Arborvitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U or phone 1300 879 863. Looking for innovative appliances designed with the environment in mind? Then look no further. For over 110 years, Whirlpool has been a leader in kitchen and laundry appliances. Using patented Sixth Sense technology, Whirlpool guarantees outstanding results while saving precious time and energy. Watching the footy feel like a hot pie at halftime? The Whirlpool Crisp and Grill Microwave will cook you a perfectly crisp pie in only eight minutes, just in time for kickoff. So, have you got a Whirlpool? Visit whirlpool.com.au. This is Bruno driving to the footy. Oh. And this is his cheap insurer reading the policy fine print. Clause 9D of your car insurance says you're not covered for thingamabobs. Thingamabobbed at claim time? Beware bargain insurance regret, Bruno. Choose Amy instead. Who pays out over 99% of motor claims? Amy does. Lucky you're with Amy. Acceptance rate for the 12 months up to 30 September 2022. Before buying insurance issued by Amy, read the TMD and PDS at amy.com.au and consider if it's right for you. News. Sport. Talk. 2SM 1269. Welcome back to High Tide on this Sunday morning. Hope you're having a good one. Uh, Alan Blake, Kieran Ricky in the studio with us. And Peter Johnson is online. Peter, g'day. How are you? G'day, Grant. G'day, Alan. G'day, Kieran. And good morning, listeners. How are we all? Well, pretty good. Before we get stuck into the fishing side of things, I had to point out, it's 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 funny, Alan, there's always a certain type of person. It's the giving sort of person that always seems to front up. You've been out doing rural fire service stuff over the week. Well, yeah, when uh, when we moved up here, in fact, before we moved up here, I, um, I made a pledge that I'd join the RFS. And um, so it happens that a good friend of Alan's is in the same brigade. Graham. Yes, forty. Yeah, that's right. Ex Marine dealer from Gosford, High Talk Marine. High Talk Marine, exactly right. Yeah, and um, and poor old Murph, he, like he's um he's recovering from a stroke, but uh, he hasn't been active for the last six months. But um, yeah, I went and saw him the other week. Um, but yeah, it's it's something to do. It it, it helps strengthen the communities. Um, when you get involved in in volunteer roles that you know serve your community, um, up here we've got a really really good strong brigade for the RFS, and uh, you know we've got a really strong Lions Club, got a really strong RSL sub branch, and and so you get involved to make your community a better community, you know. And, and I've, I've got a skill skill set for having a trade background and also a truck driving background. So, um, you know, and especially when I was driving tankers, so I know all about pumps. And so if I can drive a truck and it's got pumps, well, I reckon that was a good fit for the RFS. <laughs> oh, well, well done on doing so. Now, <clears throat> today we want to talk about barbecuing and fish on a barbecue. I would think, Alan, this would be a bit tricky myself. I mean, I can I can screw it up on a stove, let alone a barbecue. 
Yeah, well, you you might need the RFS if you start. Barbecue. <laughs> that's true. But that's that's what we say when we do the raffle for the RFS. We run a meat raffle there a couple of times a month, and we say we'll give you cooking tips. And the biggest one is not to overcook it because that's when we get called a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, fishing uh, fish cooked on a barbecue is I tend to do it as um, a fish wrapped in foil. So I might glaze it or um, put a stuffing in it and then wrap it in foil. And it's a cross between baking and steaming, I guess, being in foil. Um, And you can do it with direct heat on the hot plate or you can do it as indirect heat under a roasting hood, you know. Do you you put butter inside there, Pete? Yeah, look, I'll I'll, I'll use butter. Um, I... It depends what I'm doing, Al. If I'm doing, like, say I'm doing a, a whole snapper, about three and a half kilo, I'll make a stuffing for the cavity um, like a bread stuffing. Yeah. And, uh, bread and onion, um, parsley, salt, pepper, and butter. And what I'll do is I'll score each side of the fish three times and I'll rub the butter into the into the fish and and put the um stuffing in the cavity and then and and then wrap it up and then cook it in in the foil so it sort of steams you know it, within the the foil and and you get even cooking and I generally give it about 20 minutes either side uh, 20 to 30 minutes either side and 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 the great thing is the test for that when it's done is you get a barbecue skewer and you push it through and if it goes through pretty easy without any resistance you know it's cooked right through what about um, that, using a, a meat thermometer, you know, a, a wireless meat thermometer like you use on a roast? Yeah, you can do that too, you know, get it, get it at, um, at 70 degrees or 77 degrees and it's pretty much done. Um, what I, lo- I do like to do is I'll off – where did I get the recipe from? And and it's really good. It's They're called Indonesian fish parcels. So if one of the fish I like to do is a mowong, or sometimes I'll I'll do mullet, or um, even I've done sweet fillets, and 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 what I do is I get some um, some bean sprouts, some kithap manis, which is the Indonesian sweet soy sauce. I'll get minced garlic, um, some capsicum slivers. And snow peas. I mean, what I do is I put the fish fillet down, like butter the, the foil, put the fish fillet on skin down on the foil. Then I'll put the bean sprouts on top and I'll drizzle the piece of manis that's mixed in with the minced garlic and sprinkle that over the bean sprouts. Then put snow pea down and then um, a couple of slivers of red or green capsicum and fold them up. And 20 minutes on the barbecue or in the oven, man, oh, man, you've got something really, really nice. Um, that goes, goes so well. And so if you get a fish that's got a strongish flavour, it goes really well because it tends to break down that sharpness. And the, the sweet soy sauce and a bit of garlic does wonders. It just gives it an extra dimension. And then the bean sprouts um, still stay a bit crunchy. So you get the soft texture of the fish, and you get the crunch of the bean sprouts, the capsicum, and the snow peas. Mm, sounds good. What's for breakfast? 
Oh, well, for breakfast, sometimes, sometimes I might do um, uh, a fish with a crab meat stuffing, like oh. fish parcels. Yeah. And then stuff it with crab meat. And just mm. do those in foil on the barbecue. And it can become really, really, um, really, really uh, rich. Sounds good. It goes all right, let me tell you. It's um, they're, they're really not hard to do dishes, you know. Like if if I want to get really really tricky, I won't do it with seafood. Um, I think keep it simple is the best. Like you 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 take um Tasmanian scallops, fresh scallops, you know, just a slight sear with a bit of garlic butter. How how much simpler can you get get than that? But I find that's the best thing to do with them. Yeah. Uh, one episode of Step Outside, Paul Burt did um, a row off scallop, so just a big, the big um, dollop of scallop with the row off on skewers with bacon on the barbecue. Oh, sounds nice. Mm. They, we did it. They were bloody lovely. <laughs> you know what's you know what's nice of scallops? Done on some black pudding with a pea puree. Oh, that's a, that's a poorly recipe, isn't it? Oh, no, we got it at a, uh, an Indonesian restaurant. Uh, that's poorly copied. What's that? That's not PDW's recipe. No, no, no. PMW got it there as well. But yeah, it's lovely on the black pudding with Ooh, the yeah, on there and the pea, pea puree. Well, there's something I'll have to go and investigate. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind a bit of blood sausage like that. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, um, but you can have scallops for breakfast because you've got bacon there, and if you've got black pudding, so that's a that's a breakfast food as well. Yes, yeah. So there Irish fry up. Yeah. The oh, only man. problem with this segment, Peter, is I just got to send Kieran down to the shop to get some food. Now I'm absolutely starving and salivating <laughs> thinking about that. Yeah, and a four and twenty pie just doesn't cut it, does it? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Ronnie, oh, sausage rolls aren't too bad, though. I've got yeah, to give you Ronnie, that. Yeah, Ronnie truffle sausage rolls are good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ronnie. See, Ronnie's lucky because his son-in-law, Adam, works at one of the best butcheries in, on the North Shore. And yeah. so he does all the um, he does all the mints for them, and Ronnie just wraps them in the filet pastry and bakes them and, and, and cooks them up a storm, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, like the pork and fennel would have to be my favourite. Yeah. PJ, if I was going to try cooking fish on the barbecue for friends, is it, I mean, is it like pretty standard sort of thing where, like any sort of meal you cook, you want to try and do it in advance to to, to have a test run, or is it pretty hard to mess it up, especially if you've got it wrapped in alfoil with a with some type of liquid, be a butter or whatever in there in a steaming process? How what I'm getting at is, how easy is it to stuff up? Well, if you do it in a foil. It keeps the moisture in, yeah. So it stops it from drying out. So if you leave it on for ten minutes, it's not too bad because it's still it's a steaming type method. If you just did it, say you got a nice piece of Atlantic salmon and you put it on the on a on a very hot grill plate with you brush the grill plate with oil and put the fish down, you can overcook it. But if yeah. you do it in foil, it stays moist that's and a, doesn't dry out. That's a good tip, Alan. I, I'll go with that. I think. Hard yeah, that to, works for me. Hard to make yeah. a mistake. Well, for tea last night, we um, Linda cooked uh, Atlantic salmon, 
and 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 so we we grilled it. Um, we make a pilaf of mashed potato, put the Atlantic salmon on top of the mashed potato. Then we get some um, poached asparagus, and then you put hollandaise sauce over the fish and the asparagus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How is that? Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's that's a fairly regular occurrence because. The thing is, you can always guarantee on Atlantic salmon to be around at $24 a kilo. Yeah. Yeah, $24 to $29 a kilo. It hasn't moved up and down much in the last couple of years. And um, you can even go to Coles and buy a tray of it with four slices on it, you know. And um, you, 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 you can crisp skin it when you do it in a pan. Mm. You pan fry it and then get, so the skin is really crispy. And then you've got the nice succulent pink meat on top with the asparagus and the hollandaise sauce. Yeah, apart from the hollandaise sauce, I took a bait from that uh, one year at Melbourne Boat Show and I was crooked for about three days and I've never been near hollandaise sauce since. Yeah, well, that's that's because of the eggs in it. Yeah. And see, if, you, if, if you're not careful and you overwork it and get too hot, it splits. But... You can just buy a sachet at the supermarket and heat it up in the microwave, and that's the easiest way to do it. Yeah. I'll pass. You're sitting there at <laughs> night time, you know, beating up hollandaise sauce, doing it with egg mix and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I understand, Alan, though. I had a bit of an issue once with uh, with some bourbon that did exactly the same thing to me. But that's another story. Guys, thank you very much for your time, PJ. We'll... Uh, it's we'll definitely great. give that one a go, and I will, I will go the hollandaise sauce. I absolutely love it. I make it at home, which is awesome too. <laughs> Thanks for your time this morning, buddy. No worries. You take care, and uh, everybody have a great day. Have a happy Sunday. Safe driving. This is High Tide. Yeah. We'll be back with more on the other side. Children of- don't have an equal chance when they live in poverty. Like all children, eight-year-old Nick needs support to succeed at school. But despite his hard work, the support of his parents and teachers, he's still falling behind, all because he lives in poverty. But you can help. A tax-deductible donation to the Smith family will provide out-of-school learning support to children like Nick and give them the chance to achieve their best at school. Search the Smith family and donate by June 30. Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 535100. The breakdown of a relationship can be a very stressful time. That is why it is important to choose the right lawyer. At Brighton's Lawyers, our expert team of family lawyers are committed to achieving the best outcome for you and your family. No matter what your time of need calls for, the family law team at Brighton's Lawyers are available. Contact our family law team today on 1800 848 848 or visit brightons.com.au. Brighton's Lawyers, we do support you in your family law matter. O-M-A.
After the big game, every sports fan deserves to kick back and relax. And what better way to do that than with a mattress from OMF? Get ready to unwind in style with the ultimate in comfort and relaxation. So, what are you waiting for? Head on over to OMF and check out their game-changing range of mattresses. Shop online or at over 50 locations nationwide, 100% Australian designed and owned. Where comfort meets sport. Hot, hot body you've ever seen Rain comes on steady, hot and strong It just keeps on and on Install the rain Install the rain Install the rain Install the rain Ask your plumber for Ream, Australia's number one Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could Welcome go. back. Oh, what if we go down to 938 Woodville Road and let's see what's happening in the Meccano set. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, guys. How are we all? We're good. Did you uh, have a good week and not busy week? Yeah, it is good, and we've got school holidays now, so everything's all in full swing, and I have to admit, the weather looks fantastic from Monday onwards, actually. looks like we've got a good week of uh, fantastic weather and low winds and um, hopefully some really nice days. So, yeah, it looks really nice, actually, for the the first week of the holidays. That should be lovely. We'd have to assume that in the lead-up to school holidays, things would get a bit busier for you guys. Is that actuality or just fiction? No, no, it's definitely, yeah. Well, it's been a combination of things. We've had, like, again, it's just been so steady, the fishing for winter. Um, as I was saying, I think, last week, normally this time of year, it really does shut down. Um, and we've, we've had fairly low temperatures as well, too. It's been pretty cool. Like, the water temps are definitely down, but just the fishing is just so good, you know, particularly for the estuaries. Like, just the reports have just been so steady, um, particularly like like the Jewfish reports again this week has been just so good. Um, and there's a lot more bigger fish around. That's a really interesting thing that's happening at the moment. There was, there was quite a lot of numbers of fish getting caught over the last month. But just recently, probably the last two weeks and, and particularly the last week, it's just there's a, there's a few more bigger fish getting around now. So we're talking about them fishing that 80 centimetres to the metre size. So um, it's been really good to see that type of stuff pick up. Um, and and all the, the interesting thing too is the rivers in particular have been fishing really well. So the Georges River, the Parramatta River in particular, and also the Hawkesbury have been really good. Um, you know we've had the fish pushed right up at the upper reaches. Um, so really good for guys that are shore based, don't need a boat, you know, to target these fish. Um, and really good for the lure anglers as well too. There's quite a quite a few fish around, so lure anglers perfect time to get into there. But if not even, just use baits. Just go out there. You know, fish into the night, fish, you know, that, you know, that change of tides. Keep it really, really simple. Um, look for areas where you've got lots of nice flow and obviously a bit of structure if you can and obviously see if you can 
see a little bit of bait around as well. Um, and, and I think you're in a really good shot of catching, you know, a Jew this year. It's, it's, it's a really strong year for them type of species. So um, it's been really exciting that. The other one too is there's, there's a lot of estuary perch getting caught um, as well as a bit of a bycatch because the brimming's been really good um, and a lot of anglers have been picking up estuary perch which is a bit of a bycatch. So, um, you know, there's quite an interesting capture. And, and they're a big fish too this year. Again, a lot of the fish have been in that 40-centimetre size. Um, so there haven't been them little ones. It's been They've been quite solid. So that's been really good and promising. Um, again, the, the key this year is definitely, because the water's so clean, is just definitely use them light leaders. It just makes a huge difference is just using them light leaders this time of year. Um, you might lose the occasional fish by running down to six-pound leaders and eight-pound leaders, but you'd rather be hooking them extra fish. So um, that's made a, a massive difference. Um, and obviously shallow water too for them flatties too. The guys that have been shore fishing, um, you know, the shallow bays and estuaries walking around the sand flats, that's where the, a lot of the flatter have been up, up along the banks, you know. So, uh, again, really good for the shore-based anglers you know, to be able to get out there and target them. Um, still also plenty of trevally as well, like all them, tri- you know, traditional winter species as well too. They've really started to push in. Um, and a few king reports as well. We've had a few up at the back of Middle Harbour, uh, which is interesting as well. So, And there have been some good fish too. They've been in that 90 centimetre size as well. And, of course, them salmon schools, them little pods are starting to move up in the back reaches as well. They've been upstream of the Harbour Bridge and Middle Harbour and up towards Manly as well. So uh, a bit of fun if you like that surface activity. Um, other, other stuff, obviously, the literary reports are still really good. Uh, again, having a fantastic year on that front. Um, Hairtail reports, really strong still. Um, they've all been up in that Jerusalem Bay and, and Waratah area as well. It's been very consistent up there. Um, squid reports have been a bit slow. Um, the inshore squidding has been pretty quiet. I think we're just going through that, that weird cycle where it slows down. But again, still a few off the rocks as well, them ocean rocks it seems to be if you're going to go out there and chase a few squid. Um, the beaches and rocks, it's been a bit quiet this week, really, because it's just been a little bit messy and a bit windy. So we haven't had a lot of reports. It's probably been more just lack of participation more than anything else. Um, but we did get a little bit of late mail. That was a few tailors still and, and obviously salmon around as well. So I think that'll fine up as well, too, coming into Monday and, and the rest of the week as well. Um, offshore still plenty happening. Obviously, it was, it's been very windy, but the guys have still been punching out there chasing the yellowfin and, and they've still been around. And, and there's been actually some smaller fish getting caught now too like a lot of fish in that 20 probably to 40 kilo mark has seen being the average type of size but again it's been really pretty good considering that the weather's been yuck and guys have been still able to be able to get them so that's really cool um again still lots of whales as well too out there so just be really careful when you're heading out there particularly if it's going to be early morning or if you're coming home late in the evening too just take it easy on the way back um, and again, obviously, if you're going to go out there target them, if you have a look at this latest sea surface temperature charts, and, and if you haven't seen that type of stuff before, just come into the store and we'll show you how it all works. We can give you the GPS coordinates and point you in the right direction. Um, but there's quite a lot of eddies still off Sydney, and there's been a lot of fish in them eddies. And obviously, any structure like Browns Mountain, Heaton's Hill, and obviously the Continental Shelf is a really good area to be able to target them because that's where they've, they've been quite widespread through that whole area. So it's been really good. Um, deep sea bottom bashing has been good as well. We had a couple of guys that went and did that as well. Um, and the inshore reefs have been a little bit quiet. Again, I think more lack of participation, just haven't had a lot of reports, but I'm, I'm sure that'd be good uh, once it settles down next week. So should be nice. So yeah, still plenty happening. Very steady for winter, I have to admit. Very good, good winter we're having at the moment. So it's pretty That's cool. Good. Sounds good to me. Now, if people want the information and find out where Browns Mountain and Heaton's Hill is, where do they go to? 
Yeah, come down and see us at uh, 938 Woodrow Road, Billwood, which is just down from the Makana Satellites. Um, we're open seven days. And as I said, if you're new to that style of fishing, come down and see us and we'll give you a good rundown. Or if you're in the city, in the third floor in the Dimox building at 428 George Street. So. I'm a bit of a oh, sucker for specials. What specials have you got on at the moment? Oh, there's actually quite a few specials we're doing at the moment. We've, we've had the, a sneak peek of some of the new ranges of uh, rods in particular that are coming through. So the boys have already marked down some really good specials on some Shimano and Daiwa stuff, actually. So um, there, it is actually not a bad time of year to come through. So And it helps us with stock take as well, too. Less to count. So. <laughs> there goes my credit card, Alan. Yeah, that's it. You'll be right, Grant. No problems. <laughs> okay, Mike, thanks very much for that. We'll talk to you next week. No dramas, guys. Talk soon. Okay. Bye. See you guys. Bye. That was Mike from the Complete Angler. I'm back with more soon.